Alexander Papaderos was raised on the little island of Crete in a village named Levitas. He was a young boy when the Nazi paratroopers invaded and attacked the people of that small village who could only defend themselves with kitchen knives and haysides. The punishment for resisting the Nazi invasion was that the leaders of the village were lined up and summarily shot. By the end of the invasion, it is said that the Cretans only had one weapon, and that was the weapon of hate, and they vowed never to let go of that one weapon. Years later, Papaderos became a priest. He spoke to a group one time and was asked for him what was the meaning of life. He responded to the question by telling a story, pulling an illustration out of his back pocket, out of his wallet. He pulled out a little circular flat piece that was a piece of a, to, to the mirror on one of the German motorcycles that he had seen be involved in a wreck. He had picked up a little shard of the rearview mirror from the motorcycle and had taken it and smoothed the edges on a stone and used this little mirror, no bigger than a quarter, as a toy. He used it as a toy in this way. He would find a source of light, and he would direct the mirror toward the light and find ways to bend the mirror, turn the mirror, angle the mirror, such that the light would project out into the darkest places that he could find. Deep holes, crevices, closets. It became kind of a game for him. How could he get light into some inaccessible place? And even as he grew older, he kept this little piece of a mirror in his back pocket. And in a day before cell phones, when you had to find other ways to entertain yourself, he would pull this little piece of mirror out of his wallet and find a way to shine light into dark places. As he grew, though, he realized this isn't just a child's game. This is actually a metaphor for what we are called to do with our very lives. Here's what he said. I'm not the light. I'm not even the source of light. But light, truth, understanding, knowledge, clarity, connection, God. Light is there. But light only shines in the dark places If I reflect it, I'm a fragment of a mirror whose whole design and shape I don't know. But I can reflect light into dark black places in the human heart and make a change. And perhaps others will see it and begin to do the same. That for me, he said, is the meaning of life. So today on this second Sunday at Advent 2016, we recognize that we live in a world that has a great deal of darkness. People killing each other. People killing each other out of fear, out of desperation, out of a need for power, out of a need to prove some, something about one's own self and value. But we gather on Sundays, and especially today, 
to say that there is light. There is light that will illumine and warmth and bring wisdom, and it's alluring. It, it, it draws the human heart because it is so foundationally true and right. It's God. It's the truth, the great mystery of life that we're all connected. And we, we, when we discover it, we're healed. We're harmonized. Things are tied together. We realize that everything and everyone belongs and that there's enough for everybody. And so today, this invitation, if you've not seen the light, if you've not had that experience of feeling the warmth and the love, that sacred light that we call God, if you've not been touched by that light, this invitation to perhaps shift your angle, look at life a little differently, bend it a little bit, perhaps move mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically, to get in a place where the light can shine on you and you can experience that, that transformation of your life. And if you are one who has actually seen the light, there is but one response. To become a mirror. To reflect the light that you are receiving out into the dark places into the world. Jesus said, let your light so shine before others that they see who you are and they give glory to God. They can discover through you what the world most needs. You see, I'm convinced that the solution to the murder epidemic in the city of Louisville is not more police officers. They play a valuable role, and I give thanks to them for their service. But it's not just a matter of how many police we can put on the street. And it's not even a matter of how we configure the police, whether we put them in these groups or that group. The answer is not even more laws. We have plenty of laws, plenty of rules. The answer is not for the church to walk out its doors and shake its fist and cast its light in such a way that people are shamed and blamed for being people who resort to violence. The answer is not even in delivering more and more passionate sermons. And the answer sure is not in putting more guns on the street. The solution, the solution, we know. We have it. We embody it. The solution is love. Love shined into dark places does things that laws and police and rules and guns could never, ever do, and that is change the human heart. We are a people of God who believes that the image of God is found in every human soul so that we give up on no one. We give up on no one. We approach people with love. Even if it's dangerous for us, we approach people in love because that's who we are.
It's what we do. We receive light, we reflect the light, and we leave the rest up to God. We read a text just a few moments ago where we hear the words of John the Baptist talking about burning the chaff and unquenchable fire. And some of us have a little hitch in our thinking because we were raised to think, well, that's the bad people. The bad people go to hell and the good people go to heaven. But what if the chaff that gets burned off is not people, but it's things we no longer need in the kingdom, in the dream of God? Things like fear, things like greed, things like insecurity, and things like violence. They get sent away. Burned in the unquenchable fire because the gospel says in God all people are one and we are all brought into this wholeness as God's love is reflected in you. We have work to do. We now come to this time and this place where we're invited to think seriously about who we are, and what each one of us are called to do individually as Highland Baptist and as a larger people of God in the city of Louisville. If ever there was a time when our city needed the church to be the church, to quit fooling around, quit arguing about trivial things, and attend to the most important work of love, today is the day and now is the time. So, We come to this table of love, not just out of ritual and custom, but as a way to pledge ourselves to God and to be nourished by that which sustains us, the presence of Christ within us, his body, his blood, represented by bread and cup. And the good news, all are invited to come. Let's prepare our hearts now to come to this table by actually beginning the work of peace here in this space, turn to a stranger or a friend and say these words. May the peace of Christ be with you and also with you. We stand together.